firstly here. This is my Black History Project, and it was really important to me to do something like this to highlight black history. And so you know that it's not only in February, but it's always. And I got answers and responses from some amazing black women, and I'm really excited to share it with you. Hi, Pepper. So when I think of Black History Month, I think it's a time of reflecting, learning, and understanding both how far we've come and that there's still a lot more work that needs to be done. Black history to me means amplifying those black people, those black legends that laid the foundation down for people like me to succeed. Things that we don't learn in school, shining light on their stories of how they became who they are and how it amplifies in our normal lives now. Yeah, black history is extremely important to me. Um, in order to understand who I am, I must first understand who my ancestors and descendants were. Um, you know, it's also important to know that black history doesn't just start with chattel slavery or Jim Crow or even the civil rights movement. Um, black history starts in ancient Africa, you know, where our people, my people were doctors and skilled in math and astronomy and engineers and architects and craftsmen and women and kings and queens. And so we want to highlight, you know, black history. You got to learn about the good, the bad, the ugly, um, but it's about celebrating and, you know, our successes, celebrating our people, honor, honoring legacies um, and just honoring the sacrifices that our people made, and especially for me to be here. So it is extremely important for me to understand my history because it and it lets me understand who I am um, today, but also what I need to do for the future um, and, and create those examples for future generations. What does black history mean to me? For me, black history is American history. The two cannot be separated. It cannot be contained by one month in a year either. And in my family, we celebrate all year round. What does black history mean to you? Black history, to me, um, I think it means obviously the history of, of our people, but I think it's, it's different than just history because it's left out a lot. And I think that history of a lot of minorities is left out, but for black history, I think that it's left out. I think that it's um, twisted a little bit. I think it's changed. I think that, you know, people who, uh, teach it, I think curriculum on it is, isn't always true. Um, I think it's skewed sometimes. And so, you know, when I think of black history, I think of the actual events that happened in the history of black people. I think of the, the true history of black people and it distinguished from regular history because history and, and regular history doesn't always teach black history in its truest form. Um, so I, I think that's what it means to me. Black history is highlighting the contributions that black Americans have made to every facet of our culture. The history of black people in this country is American history and it's important to celebrate how far we have come while also acknowledging how far we have to go. Um, black history is recognizing the beauty in being black and the pain in being black and how those two emerged to bring us some of the most monumental moments in history.
What does Black history mean to you? You know, Black history for me is a study of the history of Black Americans and African-Americans around the world. Um, it's so important to know where you came from, um, know about the history of your people, um, the cultural impact, um, what it's done for our generations and our communities. And to me, it's a true study of that. And not only do I look at like the past, but I think about how it affects us here now and how we move forward in the future. Um, it means everything. I mean, it's it's our culture, it's our ancestors, it's it's deep. And for me, I I don't celebrate it just in February. I think I'm happy and proud of being a black female every single day. Um, but it, it is glad, I'm glad that it's getting the recognition that it deserves in the on, ongoing um, communications and, and, and conversations that need to continue to take place um, about our history. And I think education is really key. So if we're reaching one person during Black History Month and they learn something that they didn't know before, um, then that's a win. But I'm telling you right now, for me, it's, 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 it's all year. It, it shouldn't just be one month. We should be celebrating our heritage and, and who we are every day. And, and I do that with our players and, and myself and my family. And I mean, I, I love being Black. I love being a female. I love being myself. So uh, it means a lot. Black history is, uh, it's a, you know, a very intricate facet of American history, um, simply speaking. I am thrilled that we are in a day and age where we can celebrate, you know, the many um, beautiful things about being, you know, a person of color, a Black person in the United States. Um, I am thankful that my organization creates a space where we can, you know, celebrate our differences uh, and celebrate our, our commonalities as well. And so I was raised by a Black woman. I was raised obviously in a Black family and I could not be more proud of, you know, the work that our forefathers, foremothers, uh, you know, did before me to pave a way to create, you know, these types of opportunities for me. All right. So what's up, everybody? Hi, Pepper. Renee here. And someone that you should know about this Black History Month I would say is Ora Washington. And the reason I say that is because when I learned about her story and all the different layers of her story and all the different obstacles, the different things she had to overcome and then to still be as successful as she was, started out playing tennis, was dope at that, killed it, moved on to basketball, bomb, got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Like what? I'm this. It didn't happen that simply, but look into her. Find more out about her because she is Black history. So shouts and ode to Ora Washington. And who is someone in Black history that we don't hear about enough? Who is someone in Black history we don't hear about enough? Good question. Um, I, I came from a family of educators. Mary McLeod Bethune um, was a figure that was very central um, to, to me, my um, sister, my mother, my girl cousins. Um, you know, we always prioritized uh, and valued the, um, in education. And so her legacy of being an educator, of, of um, stressing the importance of using, you know, education as a, as a tool to um, kind of, you know, navigate life um, should be celebrated. Who is someone in Black history that people need to know more about? I think there are several little known figures in black history. One group that is near and dear to my heart is the Spartan girls of Brooklyn. 
This was an all-black girls basketball team created around the year 1910. They paved the way for so many women to play this game, myself included, and are definitely a part of the legacy that has now become the New York Liberty. And the one person I probably want to spotlight on is Claudette Colvin. She is Rosa Parks before Rosa Parks. Uh, she did it at the age of 15, and I think she kind of gets overlooked. So just to shine that light on her and, and for her putting her foot down and standing for what she believes in. And who is someone that doesn't get talked about enough during Black History Month? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I know we all love sports and we talk about sports a lot, but I think there's this, I mean, to kind of double down on it, I think there's this beautiful world of like female athletes. And we talk a lot, probably a little bit more now presently, but I think there's this other space for the historics of that, that we could probably add more color to, um, add more voice to um, of women in history. Right, and then is there anybody um, who is in Black history that isn't talked about enough that you'd like to share? Um, Ethel Payne, have you heard of Ethel Payne? No. Yeah, yeah. so she, she is known as the first lady of the Black press. Um, and I what I like about, Ethel's story is she was kind of like a pioneer like she I, I won't tell her whole story because I don't want to butcher it but basically you know she didn't when she was around 35 or 37 right so she was older in her career she moved to Japan um, to work for something similar to the Red Cross uh, I think it's the Army Special Services maybe but while she was working there uh, she would write about the experiences of black soldiers in her journal. So she wasn't even a journalist, but she was just writing, you know, everything that she was seeing. And then she ended up giving it to a journalist and then it ended up going into um, newspapers. And so she kind of became like a correspondent and became a writer. And this is in her thirties, um, started writing for the Chicago Defender. And I kind of just went from there. She was writing for the Chicago Defender and she was, um, you know, started covering back in the United States, covered civil rights movements, covered wars, covered intense trials. Um, she was known for straightforward writing. She was known for asking really hard questions, uh, ended up working for radio and news stations. And uh, the, the story is amazing. I don't want to butcher it, but Ethel Payne, um, she was kind of alone in her journey um, as a black woman in journalism um, and in writing. And so I think that um, I wanna say she was the first black woman in the like White House correspondence, like the people that asked the president's questions um, and she asked presidents some tough questions. So if you get a chance, uh, look up Ethel Payne. I think that you would like her story. Who is someone in black history that we need to know more about? Right, um, so you know, I talked about this in my presser before about honoring the women who have paved the way for me to be a coach, right? I stand on their shoulders. And so within that same sentiment, I'll, I'll kind of do the same right here with your question. Um, I wanna honor like a group of women. Um, and I would say the women of Black Wall Street is who I would point to. So um, Black Wall Street was a part of a, a, the Greenwood District in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was like a, a thriving Black community with businesses, restaurants, hotels, and all of these things. And so um, the Black women of Wall Street were very successful. Um, Dora Wells was a businesswoman who owned a garment factory and a hair man manufacturing school. 
Um, Irene Evans was a cafe owner. Um, Mary Elizabeth Jones was an author and a school founder. So amazing things happening with, with Black women in this community. Um, in 1921, um, Greenwood was burned down by white riders um, based off of a, a rumored incident between a young Black man and a young white woman. And so the entire thriving Black district, um, Black Wall Street was burned down. And so when I think about um, the opportunities that these Black people had, specifically these Black women that I want to highlight, um, I think an, uh, an opportunity was taken away for their lineage and their um, generational wealth to happen because it was taken away in a blink of an eye by, by, by their businesses being burnt, burned down. It could have been the next Marriott's or the next biggest chain, the next like Cheesecake Factory, right? But um, what this story also shows me is just the resiliency that we have as Black people. Have we we've we've went through we've gone through history and all these things that have happened to us, good, bad, and different, right? Some some pretty harsh things have happened, some pretty great things have happened, and a lot of in between. But we've always had to be resilient. We've always had to push forward. And we've always had to have this inner strength and peace. And I, and I feel like that's come from our ancestors, right? Because a lot of things that we've learned is generational. Um, it is um, within our DNA. So um, I would like for people to learn more about Black Wall Street in, in general. Um, the women of Black Wall Street were amazing and were powerful. But in that same sentiment, for me to highlight those women, um, I stand on those women's shoulders as well. I'm going to talk about Althea Gibson because she broke racial barriers in tennis. She was the first African-American tennis player to compete at the U.S. National Championships in 1950 and was also the first black player to compete at Wimbledon in 1951. Gibson dominated women's competition in the late 1950s. And what many people may not know is that she later broke racial barriers in professional golf as well. So let's continue to shine a spotlight on these incredible trailblazers and those who continue to make an impact right now in our communities.